Hello and welcome to the She Praise podcast. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to prayer, to bring your faith and join me in prayer. I never take for granted that anyone downloads my podcast and believes in God and believes in the power of prayer. So I want to say thank you. I was encouraged to come on, as I always say. Uh, I always try to come on when I am led by the Spirit. Um, And I'm in my closet and I'm in my home. So if you hear any noises, I believe my husband is cutting the grass and we have dogs and all of that. So if you ever hear any of those sounds, that's what that is. Um, But I just wanted to come on, of course, and we're going to pray and just really lift up the idea of this being our moment. Um, Our being those who believe in God, those who um, have faith, whether it is the size of a mustard seed or the size of a mountain. I really believe that this COVID-19, this lockdown, this quarantining and self-distancing is really our moment. And I say that because many times in the faith, um, if you have been saved for some time, have attended, uh, you know, fellowships or Bible studies or women's groups, men's groups uh, or just regular church service. There are a lot of scriptures that we quote. You know, there are a lot of scriptures that we stand on and that we believe in. But many times when it is time to apply those scriptures, we shrink back, we hide, we forget them, really. And so that's what I mean when I say I really believe that this is our moment. It is our moment to stand on scriptures that we've been quoting for many of us most of our lives. We know that God is a promise keeper and we know that God always keeps his word. He always finishes what he starts. And so the title of this podcast, I believe, is just this is our time. This is our time for the scriptures to come alive in our hearts and in our homes and in our situations like we've never experienced it before. And so, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you first and foremost for being God, for being Lord, for being Savior, for being our Father, for being our friend. We want to thank you, Father, that even in the midst of COVID-19, you have shown yourself faithful. Many of us are doing much better than what we probably thought we would be doing five weeks ago. And so we just thank you, Father, for always being consistent. We thank you for always being an ever-present help in times of trouble. We thank you, Father, for being our refuge, for being our safe place, for being a place where we can come to and find comfort and find reassurance. And so, Father, we're just grateful for that, even in the midst of such trying and troubling times. We pray, Father, that you would stir up our courage during this season that we would not be so consumed with what we see and consumed with how we feel that both of those take precedence over who you are. We're praying, Father, that we will keep our eyes on you, that we will keep our hearts open, submitted and obedient to you in the name of Jesus. We're asking you now, God, to encourage our hearts to seek after you every day that we wake up. Whether it be through a devotional in the morning or 30 minutes dedicated to prayer during lunchtime or studying our Bible, there is no sacrifice that's too great for you, Father. There is no uh, thing that we can do or give that is too great for you. And so I pray that our faith come alive in this season. 
I pray, Father, that the light that we have, the light that we hold, which is an extension of you, would shine brightly in our realm of influence, whether it is in our apartment, whether it is in our home, our neighborhood, our complex. I'm just praying, Father, that we seek opportunity to be the light, that we seek opportunity to help others, check on others, to lift someone else up, even though we may be in a position where we need your help, Father. I'm praying that we utilize this time to pray and fast. Maybe we need to be fasting one day a week or three days a week from social media or from TV or from sweets or from carbs to dedicate that time to you. And so I'm praying that you would give us creative, uh, inventive, uh, authentic ways to worship you, to honor you, Father, and to grow closer to you. I really believe that this is our moment. We've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. And we know, Father, that faith has to be tested pastor preached a sermon on Sunday and it was the anatomy of faith. And we know that our faith has to be tested and our faith can only be as strong as the last crisis we survived. And so, Father, I pray that as we are waiting for you and as you expand us, that we grow more humble in our heart, that we grow more patient, that we grow more long suffering in the name of Jesus. Help us to remember, Father, that you always finish what you start. You are a God who is a finisher. Help us to remember, Father, that you are a healer and that miracles are just what you do. Help us to remember that you are a great and merciful God. You are a gracious and giving God. You see, you hear, and you know. And so, Father, I pray now, touch the hearts and minds of those who are listening. Touch their families, dear God. Touch their finances, dear God, touch their employment. If anyone is listening and needs employment, we pray that you would begin to open up doors, that they would begin to work on their skills, their talents, that they would begin to improve upon whatever it is that they need to in order to grow in a business or in a company or in an organization. Help us, Father, to redeem the time. Help us to apply wisdom and get understanding in the name of Jesus. We're praying that we can continue to gather together, whether it be online or whether it be a prayer call or whether it be a social distancing and meeting in a parking lot and touching and agreeing uh, in prayer. But Father, I pray that we think of witty and inventive ways to bring you glory and to shine your light. Help us to think of inventive and creative ways to be the salt of the earth in the name of Jesus. Help us, God, daily to deny ourselves, to deny those things that we thought were a need, but really they were a want. Because if we're honest with ourselves, you've been more than faithful. Our roof is still over our head. Our clothes are still on our back. We're still eating. We may not be eating exactly what we want to eat or how much of it we want to eat, but God, we have not gone hungry. We thank you that we've been hydrated. We thank you, Father, for those who have checked on us. We thank you, Father, for those who we've been able to be a blessing to. And so I pray that we would just continue to be encouraged, that we would keep our minds on things above and not things on the earth. I'm praying, Heavenly Father, that we are seeking more of you, that we're studying your names and studying your character and reminding ourselves of the stories of triumph and victory in your word in the name of Jesus. We're five weeks into COVID-19, and this is not the time 
time to give up. It's not the time to retreat. It's not the time to pull back. It's not the time to stop praying. It's not the time to grow irritated. It's not the time to be agitated. This is the time where we dig our heels in deep. This is the time where we begin to worship longer, harder, more sincere. This is the time where we open up the scrolls, the canon, the Bible, and speak it through our home and pray through our home because it is the word of God that is living and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing down to the marrow of the bone. It is alive. It is powerful and it is our weapon to use in times like this. And so I'm praying, Father, that we utilize our weapon that we stop listening to the confusion and stop bowing down to uh, misleading information in the name of Jesus. I'm praying, Father, that you sharpen our discernment, that you would humble our hearts, remove a sense of entitlement, remove any pride in the name of Jesus, remove any greed, any selfishness in the name of Jesus. Help us to not be bored in the name of Jesus. We can find all kinds of things to do when we're not on lockdown. So help us to find some good things to do some noble things to do, some excellent things to do, some things that will bring about peace, some things that will bring about order, some things that will give us back what we gave to the enemy because we were so distracted prior to COVID-19. Oh, we're praying for wisdom in this season, Father. We're praying that we don't go back to the way things were if what we want to go back to wasn't good for us. It It wasn't healthy for us. It wasn't holy. It didn't improve our life. Just because it was familiar doesn't mean that it was faith. It doesn't mean that it was what God wanted us to have. And so, Father, I'm praying that we we, we not be like Lot's wife, which we prayed in another podcast, that we stop looking back, stop longing for what was if what was was not good for us, if what was only made us more depressed and more envious and more angry. We pray against the spirit of anger in the name of Jesus, because it is a cancer. Everybody is angry about something all the time. We pray, God, that that we lose count of the offenses that have taken place against us. Help us, Father, to not keep a list of the things that everybody has done at the exact moment they did it and what they were wearing when they did it. Erase those memories, Father. Give us a mind like Paul where he says, I forget those things that are behind me and I press on. The truth of the matter is, is that we can't change what has happened. We can't change what was said. We wish it would have been another way, but it wasn't. We wish that they would have treated us better, but they didn't. We wish that they would have stayed, but they left. And so, Father, I pray that we accept reality and not to be uh, just hard and rude and bitter, but just allow something to die so that something better can grow. For we know that everything under the sun has a season and even this season that we're in now, though it seems long and never ending, it will end. And just as quickly as it ends, we'll forget just how painful and how many promises we made while we were in it. And so I pray that, yea, though we walk through this valley of the shadow of death, we not be afraid not only of the enemy and the shadow of death, but afraid to make change, afraid to submit, afraid to surrender our hearts to you, afraid 
need to grow closer to you and to be different. For your word declares that we are a peculiar people. We were created to be different. We were created to stand out. We were created to go against the grain. We can do hard things. We've overcome before and we will overcome now. We are above. We've been above the situation before and we'll be above it when this ends. And so we pray, Father. Come into our hearts, shake us up, stir us up, enlighten the eyes of our minds in the name of Jesus. Give us courage, Father, to let people be who they want to be, do what they want to do. But as for our house, as for our apartment, as for our family, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to pray. We're going to worship. We're going to believe. We're going to serve and we're going to humbly wait on the Lord to make the changes that is necessary to be made because God, we understand that you're in control, that you are sovereign and that you are holy, that none of this is happening outside of your control. This is not surprising to you. You don't owe us an explanation. We may be asking why, but you're God. You operate outside of time and space. You don't have to explain to us the who, the where, the what, or the why, but because you are gracious, You continue to give us what we need. You are a supplier of every need, emotional, physical and mental. And so, Father, release us from thinking that this is just a waste of time and being angry and pointing out the fault of everything and everyone. And let us get on our knees and engage in warfare. Let us get on our knees in prayer and pray like Nehemiah did. Pray like Mordecai and Esther did. Pray like Jesus did. Let us get back to the basics where prayer shakes up heaven and and, and the blessings begin to fall down. Not just blessings of tangible things. But blessings of peace of mind, blessings of a sound mind, blessings of marriages being restored and wayward children coming back to the truth of what they learned in the seeds that were sown when they were young. We pray that our young people, God, would turn their hearts back to you, that they would get off of social media and get out of this fantasy of wanting to be famous and popular just for the the sake of being famous and popular only to find more destruction if they're not prepared. And so we're asking for you to pour out wisdom, repair our families, God, protect those who are being abused, protect them from the narcissist, protect them from the sociopath, protect the spouses who are enduring domestic violence because it's not always the man beating the woman. Many, many times the woman is the violent one, but we love that stereotype. We love that narrative. And so, Father, we pray now, lift up a standard against the enemy. Lift it up high and quench the fiery darts of the enemy. Come against reasoning. Come against confusion. Come against doubt. Come against double mindedness in the name of Jesus. Come against witchcraft. Come against sorcery. Come against black magic, white magic, uh, um, all of these mediums and sorcery and, and, and constellations. Father, you never desired for us to worship what you created. You desire for us and we were created to worship you and you alone. And so we lift you up high. We exalt you. We ask that you would forgive us, Father, for sins of omission and commission, things we know we did that were wrong, and maybe some things that we did or said that we really didn't know was wrong, but it is in your eyes. I pray that you are on the throne of our hearts and that you are at the center of our decision making. Give us gladness, Father, in proportion to our former misery. 
Help us, God, replace the evil years with good. This is Psalm 90. Replace the evil years with good, Father. Replace the evil years with good. Do a real work in our hearts. Do a real work in our minds. Help us to stop looking externally and to look up. Because when we look up, we're able to see who we really are and we're able to be changed. And so I'm praying, Father, as we gather together on this podcast, we're touching and agreeing that we're going to use this to be our moment. That this is going to be the moment where we really make that change. Because I believe that we all have a that in our life. We all have something that we know we ought to change. Some of us need to stop drinking as much. Some of us need to stop smoking, stop abusing drugs, stop drinking ourselves to sleep. Some of us need to call a therapist. Some of us need to go to AA. Some of us need to call our sponsor. God, speak to our hearts in the name of Jesus. Speak to our hearts and speak to our minds so we can go to sleep at night. Many of us are not sleeping And when we do fall asleep, we can't stay asleep because we're anxious. We're afraid. We're frightful. The Bible declares that we are to be anxious for nothing. This is the time. This is our moment to stand on the word, to believe the word, to hide the word in our hearts that we won't sin against the Lord. And so if the Lord says be anxious for nothing, we ought to be anxious for nothing. Today has enough troubles of its own and it's sufficient for today. And so we come against the spirit of worry. We come against the spirit of anxiety and the what ifs and the could ofs and the should ofs. We can't do anything about it. It's God's job. This is what he does. He's fighting for us. He's working it out for our good. So help us to wait well. Help us to seek opportunities, applying wisdom, seeking opportunities to shine his light. Let us be intentional about shining his light and let us use this moment to bring bring God glory. Because many of us haven't brought God glory at all. We only want to bring him glory when the check deposits. We only want to bring him glory when we got a date. We only want to bring him glory when we've lost a pound. But we got to learn to give him glory when we're in the valley. We got to learn to give him glory when our hearts are broken. We got to learn to give him glory when we don't know what the end is going to be. We've got to learn to give him glory when the account is negative and we don't have anything to eat but sandwiches. We got to train our minds to be who God created us to be because we're at our best when we're worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth. We'll never know him to be a healer if he doesn't have an opportunity to heal us. We'll never know him to be a deliverer if we don't allow him to deliver us. We don't know him to be an overcomer or help us to be overcomers through Christ Jesus if we don't have anything to overcome. And so, Father, I pray that we grow up in this season, that this be our moment where we mature in the faith. Many of us are still on milk when trials come come. We're still having a fit and whining and complaining when the trials come, as opposed to saying, if this be my lot, God, fortify me in it. Give me the courageous endurance I need in order to bring you glory and to honor you with my actions, with my thoughts. We know, Father, that you're not looking for someone who's perfect, but you are looking for someone who's willing Willing to serve, willing to love, willing to forgive, willing to change, willing to be submitted to you, Father. For we know that narrow is the path that leads to life. And Jesus says that it's difficult and few find it. But broad is the way that leads to destruction. So I'm praying that we resist the broad way. Stay on the narrow path. Help us to resist our itching ears, Father. Help us to use this moment to bring you glory, to grow deeper in you. 
It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray this prayer and we seal it in faith and we say amen. Thank you so much for listening to the She Prays podcast. There are many more prayers on here. So feel free to go through the prayers, touch and agree, shake up heaven, make hell nervous. Let the devil know he's still under your feet in Jesus name. I hope you are well. I'm always praying for you and I will see you again here soon. God bless you.